I will, of course, remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. You can also go to Lola's Deals and find all the deals that Lola's posting there on the site. Um, we've got links to merch and stuff like that if you're interested in the Hank Strange patches. Help support us. Bye-bye. I bye. need to get. Yeah, yeah. You need to get. You need these for the kids. You know, kids really like these kinds of patches. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Or you can get t-shirts at Ballistic Inc., of course, uh, as we get deeper into the show here, or before we get deeper into the show, I want to thank Franklin Armory for sponsoring the podcast. Even though I'm not wearing a Franklin Armory shirt, I'm wearing a Walther shirt, Franklin Armory does sponsor the podcast and helps us keep the lights on around here. Something very interesting, John, if you remind me, I will talk about that. Um, Our special guest, look at him right there. Crumpy. I don't know Ow. if he's grumpy, crumpy, or what crumpy he would get. We'll get into that. <laughs> What's up, crumpy? Yeah, overworked. But oh, not. overworked, crumpy. Oh, well, that's usual. That's usual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, leaks and tips and everything else coming in my way. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got John Crump of GOA here, of course, of Ammo Land News as well. You know, he's here joining us. Uh, we should be getting Mike from MW Tactical. At any point, uh, jumping in here as well. Shout out to all you guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, Crump, me and you are going to have to do jazz hands, man. It's all up to us. Boom, there you go. We could do jazz pinkies for Mike, but who knows? And then Lola. Lola's in the background <laughs> wearing a mask. No oh. masks allowed in here, Lola. Shame on you. I can't. I, I, Shame. I have to obey the laws. The Shame laws. on you. Not Don't make me de-wipe you. <laughs> Don't you dare. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so shout out to everyone out there. Please smash those thumbs and all that kind of stuff. We're going to drop the open right now before I forget about Welcome the open. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Make sure you Lifestyles guys subscribe. Locked thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live with this. And, uh, okay, Flying Rich gave us two bucks. He says, uh, he says, exclamation, exclamation, C-R-U-M-P-Y, exclamation, exclamation. What's up, Rich? Boom. There you go. Um, so listen, we're live. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta like actually, you know, subscribe to the channel here and ring the bell so you know when we go live. And uh, I promise you, we will keep going live as long as we and possibly can, huh? And it is a great, crumptastic Tuesday. Crump. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, this is episode 569, by the way, if I didn't say that, if anyone wants to know. Like I said, our guests are John Crump and MW Tactical. Um, and uh, let's let's just start with you, Crump. What's up, man? How's everything going? How you feeling? I, I'm doing really well, man. Um, got a new car. I'm enjoying that. Okay, nice, nice. Um, you balling but- out, balling out. What kind of car did you get? On it, I got a Genesis G70. Okay, and what did you just say? You got big rims on there? No, I'm about to get the ceramic coating. Oh, ceramic coating, ceramic coating. Okay. Yeah. Oh, getting in the windows all tinted up, uh, then oh. performance mods on it. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, that's that's all-wheel drive. Is it all-wheel drive? It is all-wheel drive. All right. And all that. All right. That's Twin turbo. Twin turbos, okay. You know, you need to get race chip, by the way. Uh, you know I'm is? actually looking at uh, JB4. What's JB4? Uh, it is kind of like race chip, 
Mm-hmm. But uh, their their product for the G70 is um, actually a little bit better. Okay, cool. Racing will uh, their mapping will bump up the horsepower by like sixty, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the JB4 will pad uh, an extra hundred. Oh wow! Okay, well, definitely go for more horsepower. So I mean, that's, how many horsepower is that without any uh, mods? Uh, Three sixty-five. 365 okay that's cool it's peppy yeah um so let's see here uh we'll we'll definitely get more into car stuff if you guys want us to because i could talk about cars the whole thing you know i could talk about cars so much i should just start another car podcast but you know you should i mean usually i watch car videos on youtube i don't really (laughs) (laughs) i watch a lot of car videos who are your favorite uh, car people to watch on YouTube? Uh, I like Donut Media. Donut Media, okay, they're funny. They're funny. I like that. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Fit Fitment Industries is another good one. I've heard of that one. I, I think I watch them every now and then. Okay. Yeah, Ideal Media. Um, okay. And VinWiki. VinWiki, okay, yeah, VinWiki's cool. I watch them. All the stuff with everyone beating the cannonball. Because COVID-19 has done one, I don't know if it's good or bad, but in the last couple of months, I think they've broken the cannonball run like seven times. Yeah, it's something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? Maybe after this, there should be no speed limits on the highways in America anymore. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Do you watch Tavarish at all? Tavarish, yes, I do watch Tavarish. Um, he actually had a, a Audi R8 on there the other day that he uh that he he put an engine it was like a really nice story about a guy that was really into um oh i see munitions weapon weapons tacticals joining us here it was about uh this guy who had an r8 and uh and the engine was no good and he swapped it out and everything but he's good he's in florida yeah well get this um uh savage garage apparently Mm -hmm. those guys are located around here the only reason i know is because uh they have a Koenigsegg. Yes. Uh, Pacific paint job. And yes. I was happening. I was, was driving down the road and I got passed by it. So I was like, Oh. Well, I was like, Well, you know, that yeah. has to be them yeah. because yeah. it's a Koenigsegg. Yeah, but, I've been uh, looking at their Koenigsegg videos. Those guys are ballers right there. Yeah, so yeah. The so, Savage Garage guys. Solid. Yeah. Like two days ago. Solid. I was like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we could go on with car people, man. I watch TFL cars a lot. I look at Salamandrin because I like his crazy stories. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We're getting a Koenigsegg dealership, like right down the street from me. You're getting a what dealership? Koenigsegg deal- dealership. Uh-huh. The building that- oh, okay. You, go, you need to go in there for me and uh, find out what the financing is on a Koenigsegg. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if they even finance cars that start at. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's get into that. Okay, so we got Mike from MW Tactical joining us. Mike, what's up, man? Oh, your audio is not on. The audio is not on. So you got to get the yeah, yeah. You got to get that audio on, man. Okay, so let's see here. Um, I will we'll 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 get his audio all worked out here in a second. 
Yeah, let's uh, let's start a audio uh, like a, a car podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should. Maybe we'll do it like once a week or something like that. I was actually talking to some people about it, but yeah, you know what? We should do that, and we'll probably get some of the gun guys because gun guys are car guys as well, I think. So we'll get oh, yeah. some of these guys over there. All right, so let's see. Go ahead. All my, that's how I'm getting hooked up with all my stuff. Yeah, they know in the gun world. So like, hey. Yeah, with some stuff. I'm like, all right. Yeah. What is chiming? What is that that I hear chiming? Is that you? Not me. Okay. Someone, something's chiming. Okay. So let's see. Okay. And then Mike, we don't even have Mike at all now. Let's, we'll, we'll let him get that sorted out. Okay. So we've got you here. You work for MLN News. The people probably want to hear something about guns. Smash the thumbs ups out there if you want to hear about guns. Okay. Uh, you want, want my latest story? Or yeah. Or the one coming out? Um, well, tell us what's going on in the, in the, in the gun news world, man. What's the big news in the gun world right now? What's the big stuff? Well, the thing that I am covering that just, I broke today, uh, is DC police have an FFL. Right now, there is no other FFL in DC besides the DC police, because they make it almost impossible. The right. only FFL. Washington DC retired. Mm -hmm. It's almost impossible to get uh, FFL. The DC police got an FFL mm -hmm. in order to avoid a lawsuit. Um, Wait, I don't so understand. I don't understand what's happening. What you're saying? Because uh, I'm immediately lost here. So in in the District of Columbia, it's almost impossible to get an FFL. Okay, they had. FFL in the whole city, no gun stores, just a single FFL. One FFL, but it wasn't the police department. Wasn't, but he retired, and it's almost impossible, due to the regulations, to get an FFL in DC. Okay, so how did so how and why would a police department even get an FFL? They got an FFL to avoid a lawsuit because their laws make it almost impossible to get an FFL. Okay, so. They're saying, hey, there is an FFL, us. Mm -hmm. So if you want one, you can transfer it into the district. So you have to go your, through the popo? Yeah. No. Uh -uh. Pay $125, $125 transfer fee. Woo. Okay. Wow. And, and you know, do all the paperwork. Then also apply for the DC handgun license and do multiple background checks. And then we'll give it to you. Hmm. So has anyone else? So has any uh, has anyone else in DC tried to get an FFL? The legal hoops you would have to jump through, and the amount of money that you would have to put out mm -hmm. makes it not worth it. Well, so how much money did the police department pay? Okay, here's the thing. Okay. So they they got their FFL approved, uh, which was kind of weird because they're not. In the business because because of Murdoch versus Pennsylvania, they cannot be in the business of making money off of enumerated right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do they get FFL? I looked into it mm -hmm. and talked to my inside sources mm -hmm. at the ATF, and it turns out they were granted the FFL by the highest levels in the ATF, like the ATF leadership. Granted them an FFL. So the, which, the ATF gave them a carve out. They made so that they could do this to everyone. Well, they gave them an FFL, but they didn't change the rules of what's required for an FFL, which they do not. They do not meet. 
So even though they have an FFL, oh, right? I see what you're saying. Yeah, for an FFL. Yeah. So, so technically, it shouldn't be an FFL. Yeah. So the ATF is just making up their own rules as usual. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So is anyone going to do anything about this? Is someone going to sue? You know, do something uh, here. We will see. Mm-hmm. I just broke the story yesterday, mm-hmm. and the information is not publicly available about who approved it and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, my inside contact in the ATF passed on all the documentation to me, and so, they know it. They know they don't qualify for it either. Yeah. Where is this? Where's the story on Amoland? It is on Amoland. It says Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, Something about the question. I don't write the headlines. Oh, D.C. Metropolitan. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, I see it here. Let me throw it up for you guys. If you want to get more info on this story, please go to MLN News and look this up. The uh, headline is D.C. Metropolitan Police Department FFL Issued for Political Reasons uh, yeah, by John and, Crump. And it was. It was. All, all our inside information that we have says mm. it was issued for political reasons. Wow. Um, and, it, and the reason was so DC can avoid a lawsuit. What the hell's going on, man? What the hell? So did um, let me ask you this. I know that for a long time since Trump got in the White House, we didn't get any new people over at ATF. But I think he did come up with some people. Are they actually in the ATF? Did they uh, did they get approved through Congress or no? Uh, the head of the ATF is new. Um, a lot of the other leadership is still there. Okay. And just because Trump put them in there does not mean that they always act in the best interest of gun owners. For sure, yeah. But I was just wondering if Trump actually got some people in there, and then who did he get in here, in there, and why are they allowing this kind of crap? You know? Well, I, I don't think Trump is as pro-gun as people think he is. Yeah. So, of course. Yeah, I, I don't. I agree with you on that. John Voorhees says he wants to know. Um, didn't the Heller case say it was illegal to make it hard to get guns? What the Heller case did, what well, it did a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a DC law that made it almost impossible to own a handgun. Mm-hmm. That was settled, and they said you cannot make it that hard to get a handgun in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, they, were o- they were almost a de facto ban on handguns. So that was overturned and thrown out. And mm-hmm. it also stated that you cannot ban uh, commonly used firearms. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything about transfers and mm-hmm. FFLs and stuff. As long as there's an FFL in D.C., you're in compliance with the law. Okay. So that's how they're getting around it. And James Miller says, who was in charge of the ATF when the D.C. police were issued the FFL? Well, if you look up who's in charge of the ATF and look maybe one or two spots below them, mm-hmm. you might find who, who – I can't, I can't say who issued it, but if you look at one, one or two spots below them, you might actually find out the name of the person who issued it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we got to do our own legwork here. We can't just get the <laughs> – yeah, yeah, I promised I wouldn't come oh, out and okay. give a name. So. Okay, okay. Where but do we I, have to go but, look again? Where's this thing that we got to go look? Huh? But I can give hints. 
Okay. I can get hit. So where do we go look? What's the hint again? Because now we got to... It might be one or two people below the head of the ATF. Oh, okay. So now we got to go look at the... Now we got to go Wikipedia ATF. Well, I'm not going to say who it was. Because, okay. you know, I promised I win. We got to Wikipedia them the... Or is, is the... Do they give us the organizational structure on the ATF website? Uh... That's one. That's one thing about the ATF. Uh, Regina Lombardo is the head of the ATF, but okay. the ATF is very, very quiet on their leadership structure. Right. So, but okay. So, and Regina Lombardo that you're saying was put She's in a, by I, by Trump. Correct. Okay. Um, let me see here. Okay, I thought I just had something that I pulled up that said the structure. Um, but here's the thing when they respond to my FOIA request a lot of times they try to try to block out uh, names and mm -hmm. it's really funny because I know who they are and that they think they're hiding but mm -hmm. usually that FOIA request stuff I usually have a copy of already mm -hmm. okay yeah I'm trying to figure out like if there's a place that tells us who's in the ATF yeah, I I don't think you're gonna find it on an ATF website. If you do, it's gonna be buried. Yeah, I'm trying to they find out. They don't like to give structure to the ATF. It's like the most secretive organization there is. I mean, you can look and see who who like the deputy director of the CIA. Is okay, so I think okay, I found something here. Let's throw this up on the screen for everyone. Okay, so executive staff, acting director Regina Lombardo. Okay, so you said it's not her. No. Okay. Then after that, Associate Deputy Director Marvin Richardson. Just blink a lot. If we're getting, if we're really, oh, okay, so that guy. <laughs> okay, right. Well, you know what, I, man? Come on, this the ATF needs to be totally like a total overhaul needs to happen at the ATF. Yeah, they do. I think they just need to get rid of the ATF, but that's just what I think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the ATF story is out there, which sucks. Sucks for DC. Um, is GOA going to get involved in doing anything about this, or what's happening here? Uh, I am not sure what we're going to do at GOA about it. Um, I know we will probably end up doing something. We just literally got this information. I just mm -hmm. literally got this information um, on Friday night. Okay. All right. So this brand new uh, yeah so you have to examine everything and okay are there are there any stories that you're working on that you could tell us about yes uh goa foia requested a document uh the document basically lays out the punishment lines for violation ffl violations like if your a and d book's not up to date or if there's a paperwork error there is a set of guidelines for punishment, whether it's a, a warning letter, a warning conference, a re revocation of your FFL, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. The ATF has been extremely quiet and extremely against giving that to anyone. Mm -hmm. I requested it, and we got a redacted copy with all the all the guidelines. A redacted blacked out so we could see that if you mess up like i'm an ffl for example 
So if you mess up, you can see what the punishment will be. Yeah, but like they how many keep... lashes do you get? Basically, so they uh-huh. want to keep that secret. So the, okay. we acted copy. Uh, we appealed it, and we was told that they consider that part of law enforcement techniques and tactics, and therefore exempt from FOIA, which is a BS answer. Okay, so so can you publish this or not? Yeah, I'm publishing it because uh, what they don't know is I was FOIA. We were FOIA requesting it um, to be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I I personally have a copy of the unredacted document. Okay. So going so, up probably tomorrow or Thursday. Okay. Uh, Emily, we're going to share the the total unredacted document and write why it's important that people have that unredacted document. It can also help like criminal defense attorneys too. Mm-hmm. Like in Nebraska, there was a guy that that served 30 months in prison and gave up his right to appeal uh, because he mismarked some suppressors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and if you look at the, that's a, that's going to be a long story I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a little bit about that too. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the guidelines, that should have been a, a warning conference and not 30 months in prison. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they also violated some other stuff, which GOA would have gotten involved if we would have found out about it sooner, but he already plea bargained, mm-hmm. and I guess his lawyer the greatest in the world, and mm-hmm. they had him sign away. You know, yeah, if, you're, if you're dealing with the, uh, for, I don't know, if you're dealing with any federal uh, situation, anything, if you're dealing with anything, get a lawyer, don't uh, get a good lawyer, and also don't plea bargain. If you know you didn't do it, don't plead bargain. So if he would have had these guidelines, his lawyers would have had these guidelines, they could have presented that in court mm-hmm. saying the punishment doesn't fit the crime because this is their guidelines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that one, that's going to be a long story I'm working on. It's going to be more of an expose mm-hmm. of this case. I don't want to say too much about it, but okay. guy in Nebraska who mismarked suppressors, he ran for a city council position. Mm-hmm. Against someone powerful, the ATF got a tip off that he was producing unregistered machine guns. They they sent an IOI in there that's not supposed to do criminal investigations, according to another document that I had leaked from the a- ATF. That if you suspect criminal activity, you're supposed to get a search warrant. It's supposed to go through an agent, not an inspector. Mm-hmm. That's they what an inspect- IO. What does IOI stand for exactly? Uh, industry operations inspector. Mm-hmm. Industry uh, operations. Okay. I leaked their their document, which shows what their powers are, and this is not in their power. So, mm-hmm. um, this mm-hmm. is another document that the ATF didn't want public either, but I mm-hmm. published it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, based and so they threw him in jail for thirty months. So he been in prison for thirty months. He's about to get out, so he doesn't want to even try to do anything because he's afraid they're going to come back at him harder. Mm-hmm. But he worked for city council and what happened was someone tipped off the ATF that he was making machine guns. Someone mm-hmm. powerful tipped off the ATF that he was making machine guns. Mm-hmm. Well, his opponent, basically. Yeah. So they went in there and they found that he had some mismarked suppressors and there was one error on a, on a piece of paperwork. So they threw him in prison. Man, yeah, it seems like the ATF is being used as like the good old boy network to take out uh, personal oh, and political enemies. 
It definitely was. He pissed yeah. off the wrong political person. Yeah, that that sucks. Um, I'm okay. writing a on that. Okay, and when can we expect to see that article? That's going to take a few weeks because okay. more. it's going to be really in-depth and it's going to be a multi-part article and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, cool. We've got Mike from MW Tactical back. I want uh, you guys to smash the thumbs-ups out there. Just because we got MW Tactical back in the building. Do we actually have you? Can we hear your uh, voice? Can, can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, look at that. Okay, I can do jazz pinkies now. So. Oh, it's, a little, it's too late for that, man. It's too late for that. Oh. Yeah. We moved on. Too late for we, we moved. Now, <laughs> listen. Okay, we're glad well, we got I, you. I'll take the lateness. Yeah. Well, I, I apologize for being late. I apologize cool. for the technical difficulties, but um, I had to run. That I was an hour away from the house, and then coming back, it was an accident on the interstate, mm-hmm. and I had already timed that I was going to make it in time, but the accident blew me off. So, yeah. But I'm here. I'm no, here. We so. got you here, man. That's what's important. You're safe and sound. Yeah, okay. that's it. You're safe yeah, and sound. So. That's what matters. Um, American Freedom Outdoors says the ATF has to go and the NRA needs new management. So uh, what are we actually talking? Can you brief me up on what we're talking about so I can be privy to the conversation? Uh, you can use big words, but that's not going to convince I, us. No. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm just trying to talk. So like basically, you do, but <laughs> so basically, uh, Crump is telling us about the ATF and uh, all their shenanigans. That's what we've been up to. We've been talking about his big stories that he has coming out. So oh, he's man. got a he's got a story that in D.C., for example, um, the police department is the only FFL in D.C. And that's hmm. the shenanig- some shenanigans going on there, and then some other shenanigans going on with the ATF. So. He's bringing us up to speed with. So yeah. now, how many stories do you actually have in comparison that is like high priority? Like people will try to shut you down on. Let's put it like that. Uh, they try to shut me down on a lot of my stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, luckily it, I have a, a good editor and yeah, over there, shut it down. Usually I keep it quiet until right before I go to, um, press i know that they would love to know who my source inside the atf is but they won't yeah get that right so what it seems to me it seems to me like crump is uh, a lot like an ass missile that i invented that he's all up in these people people's business you know he's all mm-hmm. up in there and they try to get rid of him uh oh 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 got one of the one of the hey. young men what's up <laughs> trying to take over the show <laughs> for a second <laughs> yeah okay matt for a second for a second i thought he had a tactical vest on <laughs> he does <laughs> oh he does wait oh yeah okay i was not wrong <laughs> he has a kevlar helmet too oh boy you know what uh i've got to say these are some good looking kids uh your wife must be extremely gorgeous because I don't think oh, they got she, that from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom is the YouTube video live upstairs. Oh, she's watching us live upstairs. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, you know, enjoy your kids at this age, man, because they they grow up real fast. Oh so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For sure, man. For sure. There's uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of. Uh, oh, 
Wait, what's going on now? Yeah, the your audio is off. Now your audio is off, Crump. I know. I turned it off. My wife was down here. Oh. <laughs> hey, Miriam, you want to be on TV? Oh, yeah, we heard that. <laughs> that was a definite and resounding no. <laughs> no. So um, where were we here? It's always nice to take a little break here, catch up with the with the family. Um, so what's going what's going on with you, Mike? What's up with you, man? What's the deal? Not much. Nothing's much going on with me. I cut back on product reviews and everything else I was doing, and I'm focusing 100% of my attention to competition shooting. So mm-hmm. it's about to get um, very heavy for me here in a couple months or so. So next week is the South Carolina State Championship. And then um, a few months after that, two or three months, I think I go to Ohio, shoot an area match up there. And then I know I got to go to Florida and shoot a um, – the nationals that's down there. So okay. it's getting pretty busy. So my, my training regiment has increased a whole lot. So I'm doing like four sessions a day and still trying to find time to go to the range and do a little bit of other stuff I do just to stay relevant. Okay. Interesting. So, so you guys are having matches going on. Uh, none of the, uh, the COVID situation didn't shut any of that down, man. It shut it down for maybe about, Two months, two and a half months, and mm-hmm. the first match I done was maybe three weeks ago, and oh, okay. that was up in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then the next match was, you know, here locally, and, and of course we're just falling back into play. And mm-hmm. ended up doing two matches, um, Saturday and Sunday. One was in Fleming, Georgia, and the other one was right up the road in Lugolf. Okay, cool. I'm glad to see that um, the people are able to get out there and compete. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, in actuality, to see the people come out, you can see the, like the refreshness of people mm-hmm. because now you're somewhat getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Let me uh, let me get to this here. Uh, actually, okay. So Jason Lee said this 34 years ago today. The Firearms Owners Protection Act of 1986 became law, banning civilians civilians from registering new machine guns to the NFA. <laughs> and then he puts a big boo on there. Um, and then the follow-up to that, he says, if the DOJ can ignore enforcement of recreation use, recreational use of marijuana, then they can just as easily ignore enforcement of NFA laws. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think it's it, like we, we just need the politicians, the ones that are supposed to be at our sides, to actually be brave enough to step up and do that. There's a lot of other things that they ignore. So I agree with that. There's a lot of things they ignore out there. But this one, it seems almost like Republicans want gun control just as much as Democrats. They do. I think yeah. it's just control, period. So. Yeah, true. True that. True that. Um, okay, so let me ask you something. By the way, shout out to CloverTac. I see him out there. So how are you going to uh, pay your bills, man? Feed yourself while you're out here competing. Um, that's already taken care of. Oh, oh, sugar mama, basically. <laughs> I guess that means sugar mama. What is that? Uh, yeah. No, nah, it's just the, the firearm provides everything for me. Oh, okay. Okay. So being, so competing does everything. Covers all the uh, Yes and no, in a sense of speaking. Okay. You know, I, I just don't really want to talk about my financial situations openly like that. Um, then you should never come on a podcast. 
No, yeah. I love coming on the podcast. Right. Because now, cool. and then now that you tell us that you don't want to, we're going to dig into it. Just how okay. rich are... By the way, Crump, can you do a little check here? <laughs> it's, you know, you know, Mike Woodland. Just, you know, look that up right there. Tell us how much money... Yeah. <laughs> what is that... <laughs> what is that thing that you... That, what is the website that says what everyone... Like, how rich everyone yeah. is? What's the name? That's a Forbes website, isn't it? No, there's something that everyone Googles and it's like, just how much is so-and-so worth? What is that? <laughs> well, yeah, you go that. see how much I'm worth. It'll be like an echo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think Crump, this needs to be your next story, man. <laughs> yeah. It definitely will be. Yes. See, I can see him. He's hitting the keyboards over there. Hey, some... <laughs> come on. Hey, you're more than welcome to contact me anytime and do a story on me. I, I'm open for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this, listen, this is not how stories work. You don't get to decide what people write the stories about. No, he can pick anything he wants to write about me. I'm just like, okay. okay. Um, I want to know how many millions you have. Uh, That's zero. Story. Yeah. Just <laughs> how many millions does he have to invest? In? You got to investigate this and find out. No, I'm just curious. So you're not going to be doing <laughs> reviews anymore. Is this what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm still going to be doing reviews. Like, for instance, I'm going to do one um, this week. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to start on it tomorrow. And it's actually about um, one of the bullet companies that, um, yeah, the ammo company that um, has a spot on my, my podcast. Mm -hmm. So um, I just shot that bullet this weekend and I was actually impressed by it. So I'm actually do the review on that one since I already have the video footage. Okay. And I just got to do like the little um, B-rolls and all that with it. Yeah. What company is this? Uh, Brass Monkey Bullets. Brass Monkey Bullets. Okay. Heard of them. Huh? I haven't heard of them. Yeah, me neither. Never heard of it. Yeah, so they're they're fairly new. He's out of uh, Tennessee, I think it is. Okay. And um, I met him at that first match after the COVID nineteen, the one in Tennessee I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. um, very cool guy. Um, mm -hmm. Just started his business. And everybody who I spoke with at the match to shoot his bullets are very impressed by it. And so mm -hmm. I hit him up and asked him to send me some. He sent me some. I loaded them, went out, shot them, and I was impressed. Oh, okay. All right. Very cool. Chris Bullis says Mike is a dollar nair. <laughs> <laughs> How about a penny nair? <laughs> does that, do, do any of you guys ever Google those things of like, you know, how much money does so-and-so have? Nah. Oh, okay. I'm more like this. Um, I can care less what anybody else has or right. what they do. No, for sure. Because of, yeah, you know, if I'm not living with them or they're not paying my bills, you know, what difference does it yeah. make to me? Yeah. I just thought it's interesting. You always see that. I'm sure, you know, there's probably, I think one time I was looking for something like one of my, you know, I'm trying to see, look up something that I, that I did. And I saw this thing come up, like how much money does Hank Strange have? I'm like, are these people crazy? <laughs> you know, but I didn't go there because those kind of things don't make any kind of sense to me. But yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, all right. Let's see here. Um, uh, Pixamite one says hello everyone. Smash the thumbs ups, which you guys need to do by the way. Mike knows he's a financial baller. Ah, uh, he is. I just looked it up. Yeah, balling oh, on oh, a budget. Oh. <laughs> oh, John looked it up. John looked it up. Uh oh. John uh oh. You know, he might he might be one of those secret uh, South Carolina you know lottery winners. We don't know. He just doesn't want us to know because he doesn't want us hitting it up, hitting 
him up for money. That's what it is. <laughs> oh my goodness! Here we go. <laughs> hey, if I got it, well, I'll be more than willing to share it with anybody. Yeah, anybody. we need a loan to keep the sh- the show going. <laughs> hey, I, I need a loan to keep the the travel going. <laughs> uh, Lola says, uh, speaking of money, Jeff Be- Bezos is set to be the first trillionaire. What? They? Oh, yeah, I thought I saw it was that. already a couple of trillionaires. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, this, no uh-uh. but that's because of the um, stock market right now. Okay, Lola says she sent, uh, here we go, let's see, I'll pull this up here on my phone for the people's, uh, let's see here. Killer for Jeff Bezos could become world's first trillionaire and many people aren't happy about it. Why? We already have a trillion dollar companies, we soon, uh, soon before, it won't, how soon before we have our first trillionaire? According to Comparisium? A company which uh, allows small to medium-sized firms to compare different business products. The world's first trillionaire will likely be Amazon founder and CEO Jeff Bezos. So they pro- they uh, project him reaching trillionaire status by 2026. 2026, let's see. Huh? You know what? We could probably get there first. I think we can get there first. Us gun guys on YouTube, if we all get together... <laughs> Yeah, about that. (laughs) Yeah, one tenth of a percent of what he. No, not at all. Not at all. And you know what's funny? So this is kind of like a segue from that. Um, But I saw that. Do you guys know GY6 Vids? You know who that is? GY6 Vids? Yeah, he has about 800,000 plus. People following him on YouTube. He's a gun guy. Let me see. I think I, I thought I had his uh, I had his YouTube up here. Okay, here he goes. So this is what his channel looks like on YouTube. It's G, the letter G, letter Y, number six, vids. And um, he, uh, matter of fact, okay, the podcast is not subscribed to him. Let me subscribe to him and give him one extra. So 802,000 subscribers. So here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, YouTube demonetized him. Hmm. Demonetized him. You know, I saw that today. I, uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a patron of his, and I saw he put that up on Patreon um, that YouTube demonetized him. And there's a, there's a lot of that going around, right, John? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. Um, that's yeah. why I had to start a new channel when I did because my old channel was demonetized because they mm-hmm. said I was sharing uh, dangerous information and yeah. all I was doing was talking about the Second Amendment. Yeah. What's GY6? It's, it's Andrew, isn't it, Lola? Andrew. Andrew, yeah. I think I've known Andrew the whole time that I've been doing this. Yeah. I remember like the first time we went to SHOT Show, he met him. Really nice guy. Really nice yeah, guy. I think, huh? I think he also has a uh, Fire Stick app, too. He has a what? Uh, oh, fire, app, fire stick so you oh. can watch videos through it oh, yeah. uh, it was on fire stick that might be true if you remember he blew up at one point because i think he was like he remember he was washing the car or something like that shirtless do you remember that does anyone remember this video lola remembers i remember yeah see that she remembers this video <laughs> some reason mm-hmm. he was like washing a car and 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 someone filmed it, and then he jokingly put that video out there, and like all the women on the internet who don't even know, 
you know, a bunch of women who didn't even don't even necessarily know anything about guns. They were all following him. So anyway, um, he says uh, he says I received word this morning by YouTube that my entire channel is shut down for any and all monetization. And then he included, like, he put a little thing in here, which it says, uh, in our review, we found content on your channel that is not in line with the following guidelines to monetize your channel, uh, must comply with all YouTube monetization policies. And it goes in there and it says harmful content. Content. Yeah, that's, that's what you own. got? Yeah. Yeah, that's it says. Channel. Yeah, content showing creation, modification, or sale of weapons that may result in injury to others. This includes links to off-site sales. That's what it says there. So um, that that kind of sucks. Uh, the range says he doesn't do many vids these days. I thought he was, you know, I think I think for the last some time period here, at least a couple of weeks, if not a few months, he's been like on the injured list. Um, so. Hey. Now, have you got attacked by YouTube anymore since um, the last thing that happened with you? Well, so the last thing that happened with us was Facebook. And so we like they unpublished our Facebook page for uh, like eight weeks or something. And then recently after that whole thing happened to Guns and Gear, I think maybe like a week after that, John, John was help was helping us out with that whole thing. So about a week after that, we got our Facebook page back. Um, so that's the Facebook situation. Thanks to uh, John Crump, as well yeah, as uh, Chuck Rossi out there and some other people, right? I'm sorry it took so long. That was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's cool. At least we, we got it back. So that was the thing. Uh, YouTube, so far as YouTube, they're always demonetizing individual videos on not only this channel, but the, the main Hank Strange channel. Um it's one of the things that I do is when videos get demonetized, I take them down. And I don't know if this is part of what's happening, but I think that it is. So a lot of other folks out there that have videos, if you're just stacking up those yellow coins of them demonetizing you, I think at some point they put those all together and go, you know, like this is a reason and this is a reason, this is a reason and we're going to we're going to take it away from you. So I would recommend if you're getting those, try to go through and just remove the videos from there. You know, maybe be on Gunstreamer, have your full library on over there. And maybe every now and then, you know, try to put the videos back up. See what happens. Yeah, with with mine, though, I when my old channel got demonetized, I didn't get a warning. Uh, I, I had no... It was all, like, brain marks because there's no caffeine. There was no actual firearms. It's just talking about second stuff. Then all of a sudden, I get hit with that. Mm -hmm. And then was, that was it. it I contacted someone. I got up to one of the higher ups, and they reviewed the channel. And they said, "No, we still think it's dangerous." It's like, what's dangerous? They're like, subject matter you talk about, of like the Second Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. was that um, was that before or after you started doing GOA? Uh, that was before. This is before you started doing GOA. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Look, I think that's coming for all of us. Let's be honest about it, right? At some point, they're coming for everyone. They're maybe not just doing all the gun guys yet because they don't want to make it a big news story, right? If you if you go after people uh, one at a time, it you know you can avoid it being a big story. The range is saying uh, Cotta Boy Thirty Two was demonetized. Yes, that's true. This they they've they've been doing that lately. Been going through hitting people up.
full disclosure, I did talk about how the YouTube algorithm worked, and uh, I was able to reverse engineer a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And they thought that I had someone on the inside, which I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that might and why, too. Yeah. I by actually exposing their algorithm mm-hmm. that they developed. And yeah. Hey, have you heard anything about what's happening with the 4473? Uh, the change? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um, All right, well, what's going on with that? Uh, they're, they're basically changing, like, the way that the firearms are recorded and stuff. So if, uh, if you are a conspiracy theorist or not a conspiracy theorist and just have common sense, they're going to be able to create a registry. Hmm. Wow. Uh, uh, the ATF was like, uh, you guys are just conspiracy theorists. It's like, yeah, and you also said no one's coming for our, uh, our guns and no one no one wants to ban the bump stock either, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's all just, um, in my opinion, that's just all political talk. From uh, When you hear that kind of stuff, that's just the... It always reminds me of this. Um, it's like, you know, you're running at some guys that are your enemies, right? You're running at them. You have guns out. You're pointing the guns at them. You're pulling the trigger. There's bullets going in their direction. Those guys are trying to duck for cover. And you're like, oh, no, listen, I just want to talk to you guys. Just want to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to shoot you at all. I just want to talk to you. <laughs> that's what the, that like every single time. That's what all these people say, right? That's what they say. And then when we so for example, when Republicans had a supermajority, and we were like, okay, take suppressors off the NFA, you know, make universal CCWs or whatever. They're like, we're gonna do it. Just wait till the midterms. <laughs> 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 you know, and we believe them, but, but the, at the end of the day, they had no intention of doing it. And then what do we get? We get, you know, we get gun control stuff, even like I think we were saying that earlier with Trump, um, you know, signed executive orders and all that kind of stuff. So for the bump stock, definitely. And that's just uh, I mean, I can't even believe the Supreme Court hasn't looked at that yet, but I guess it hasn't made its way up there. What's going on with that, John? Uh, there's been a few cases that have made it up to that level, and mm-hmm. and so far, they have chose not to hear the cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's other cases still working their way up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're, they're ever going to get to hear them, but if that really gets to stand, then anything, they can make anything into a machine gun. Yeah, they can just change the definition. Yeah. Yep. You know, your intent, if you sit there and you think about a machine gun, if you Google, how do I make a machine gun? They could go up. That was a machine gun you just did where you typed into Google. How do I make a machine gun? And you're a felon. Seriously. So now so now minority report is about to be real. Yeah. Movie. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they could do they could make if you could take a piece of plastic that's not attached to a firearm and say that it on its own, this piece of plastic on its own is a machine gun. You can make anything a machine gun. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Look at uh, H.R. 1266, for example, to Mm -hmm. ban 80 percent 
uh, lower version, firearms assembly kit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that yeah. is, is that So, I know there's some new stuff that, um, I was talking about that yesterday, right? That there's two Democrats trying to push through some new laws about it. And it's not just, I think they're going in, in some of the language, you know, technically, even a blank, even a piece of, um, of the aluminum, right? Not an 80 percenter, like a zero percenter, right? What is that called again? Just the, uh, I forgot, oh. uh, I forgot what it's called. It's in the shape. It's not an 80 percenter, but it's in the shape of a lower, but it doesn't have anything punched out of, out of it. I always call it a zero percenter, but, um, mm. I mean, it's just like a big block of aluminum in the shape of a lower, but there's yeah. nothing in it. Technically, if you read the bill, if you buy like a hunk of aluminum and you plan on making that into a firearm one day, then it's technically a firearm. So mm -hmm. basically by thinking, hey, I'm going to make this a firearm, or if you buy basically filament for a 3D printer and you think, and you think to yourself, hmm, maybe one day I could build this, I can make a, a lure with the filament, and I guess technically that filament would become... A firearm. Yeah. So then, and, and then we always had it in the law that people could make, you could actually make, so if you're an inventor, you could invent something, right? You're allowed to invent or create your own firearm for your own personal purpose. I think they want to cl close that out, right? So people can't do that? Correct. Correct. Like, I have a, I have a ghost gunner, too. And mm -hmm. uh, um, I got a ghost gunner 3 on the way. Uh, and those are basically like little CNC machines where you stick the 80% lower in there, mm -hmm. whether it's uh, 1911 80% or, or an AR-15 or AR-10 80%, and it does everything for you. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I, what I'm wondering is, does that machine become illegal? I think they're trying to go in this direction. What, were you gonna, what, what was the question you were going to ask, Mike? I was going to ask that I was under the impression that you can make your own firearms, handgun, rifle, and you don't need a serial number on it unless you're going to sell it. Unless, yeah, unless you transfer it. Uh, yeah. it in most states, there are certain states that you can't do that, but most states you are allowed to 50% lower and turn it into a functioning firearm for personal use without serializing it. Uh, the bill that's in Congress right now, that's in the House, that would change that rule. So mm -hmm. it would it would a firearm based on intent. If you own if you own something and you intend to make it a firearm, then at that point it becomes a firearm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> that's all insanity. We'll see how uh, far that gets pushed here. It's yeah. thought is what it is. It's what? The thought police thought trying police, to destroy yeah. your... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Len Holt says, does a router become illegal? End mills too? Uh, yeah, they, they're not going to want you to manufacture anything. Listen, you can't stop this. The genie is out of the bottle. Mm -hmm. You can make guns out of lots of different things. You so. can go to Home Depot and make a shotgun out of a, a pipe mm -hmm. and a yes. like a big rubber band. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's true because yeah. um, I actually did that one time um, with a couple soldiers, and we was talking about um, like ways you can live off of the land. So I was telling them like you can pretty much walk through certain places and make some form of a weapon. And I showed them like how you could take a few pieces of pipe and um, a screw and make a shotgun out of it. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a friend that was that's from. I guess he still is originally from Afghanistan. He was talking about growing up as a kid during the Soviet occupation. What they would do is find like unfired, uh, like 7.62 rounds on the ground, 7.62 nines. And they would have a game where they would create basically a gun and shoot it at a tree and see who can get closest to the bullseye. Mm -hmm. Just like crap that's laying around. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. Um, so M. Gabriel says, did an ATF drop a case against a guy who rented program CNC machines to others? I think, John, you were uh, talking about this case. Uh, that was out in L.A. Your, your microphone's going in and out, John. Is this better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was out in L.A., and the reason why they dropped it was the definition of making a AR-15 is kind of problematic. Uh, if you read the actual definition of what a firearm is, a lower receiver from an AR-15 is not a firearm. Mm-hmm. An upper receiver from an AR-15 is not a firearm. It's only once you attach the two that you actually have a firearm. Um, if you if you go strictly by the definition, and the guy was going to argue that that hey, this is not a firearm because it has to be, have an upper and lower receiver. Right. So they um, so the ATF didn't want that to be potential case law, and they dropped it. Correct. So they they dropped it because they didn't want to take the chance of. Because if you read the rule, that's what the rule says. It has to be an upper and lower receiver. So why are we so why are we serializing those things then? Because <laughs> <laughs> because they Jedi the mind tricked us. <laughs> the loophole. <laughs> um, you yeah, know. I'm sure they want to change it. Uh, mm. I mean, I'm seeing it's going to be changed. So instead of arguing that in court, mm. which one thing that you notice about you know, filing lawsuits and following lawsuits is you never know what's going to happen. So even though by the letter of the law, a lower receiver is not actually a firearm, I personally wouldn't want to go in front of a judge and try to argue that because you never know what they're going to decide. And judges tend to give the government a little bit of more leeway than they do average citizens. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, it's like the situation that happened with Walter, right, with um, Safety Harbor Firearms, that they said the upper, the upper that he makes is a firearm on its own. So therefore, that upper on its own, ATF is demanding that he serialize it. I don't, I don't accept that, you know, but um, he had to make that decision if he wanted to keep fighting them. And where where was that money going to come from to keep fighting that, right? Yeah, the government has unlimited money, basically, and yeah. or I think they have unlimited money, I should say. They have, um, un- yeah, if, if it's our money, and then they could print money, for sure. <laughs> um, 
being citizens, we don't. Mm-hmm. They can basically just outlive us, outspend us. That's why it's important to get behind uh, pro-gun organizations that will fight these mm-hmm. cases. Because yeah. we can't win like as individuals because it gets really, really expensive. But if we all band together and back organizations, whether it's GOA or any other organization, that's what we need to do. Whether I would suggest also backing your local organization. Mm-hmm. My CDL is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Down in Florida, Florida Carry. Okay. Um, so I would definitely suggest backing uh, your local organization too. Yeah. And by the way, John, I heard that if someone is a life member with GOA, uh, dudes like yourself, like if I'm in Virginia and you're in Virginia, you got to come pick me up from the airport, drive me around wherever I want. I heard that's true. And and by the way, I am a life member of the GOA now, so I'm going to be well, using that stipulation on you. <laughs> see, that is usually the case, but I'm also a life member of the GOA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tr- you're trying to use your buster to bust my buster. I don't know if anyone gets that reference. Huh? The Busta, Busta, Busta. Yeah, he gives the Busta. Does anyone know what we're talking about with the Busta, Busta, Busta? Tell us no. if you know. Tell us if you know. <laughs> oh, Mike, I could tell you don't look at movies. Mm, I don't watch them like I used to. But... Oh, okay, I'll give you a clue. That's from a movie and a gun-related movie. Let's see who comes up with that first. Okay. okay. Let us know who comes up with it first. James Miller says, I wonder if they could read my thoughts right now. It's a good movie. Yeah. Underrated Good, good movie, absolutely. Um, yes, James Miller. Um, they can read your thoughts, and this is why they're come. This is why, like YouTube and all these places, are coming down on things like this and what we're doing, and you know why they did that to John, why they're doing it to Coda Boy, why they're doing it to GY Six Vids, and this person and that person, because it, eventually they want to make it a crime for us to even talk about this. Oh, I, I look back, and it was. Uh one week after GOA announced that I was taking over as the Virginia director, that my channel got demonetized. So it might have been something dealing with that. Yeah, I'm telling you, it might have something to do with that. Mm. might have something to do with that. Uh, John Voorhees says John Wick, no. Uh, Grey Death says Fast and Furious, no. Um, Give him a hand of who stars in it. Uh, Marky Mark. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips too. Yes, Lou Diamond Phillips is in there. Uh, I'm trying to, try to remember who else is in there. Christina Applegate. What? Yeah. <laughs> Come on! I know you've seen all the Christina. Huh? <laughs> that one guy talking about the uh, the lotion. Oh. <laughs> you know, like the big thing is the lotion. Yeah. Like, jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? No one's gotten this yet. I can't believe it. This is a gun movie. Classic. It, 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 when I saw that movie, I went to the theaters and we just decided to pick that movie because it was the only thing starting on time. We had no idea what the movie was about. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we walked out of there with big smiles on our faces. Yeah. Armament and Axis says Boogie Nights. Nope. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going I'm to take a shot at this. Okay. You're using I am you're using IMDb, so you're cheating. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't watch it. So. <laughs> what did Actually, you say? The, the big hit. Yeah. 
Um, okay, yes, it was the big hit. Jake Delholm is saying, speaking of movies, I just I watched uh, Scoo based on your recommendations last night. Hank, you owe me 20 bucks. What are you talking about? It was a good movie. I'm going to watch it for my kids. Uh, yeah, this it's week. a good movie. And I did not offer you refunds. So you're gonna hey, have what to... was the conversation about the movie called The Scoob? Scoob. Scoob, it was a good, it was a good movie. I saw it. I watched it with the whole family. What was it about? It, it, Scooby-Doo. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> is that the one where it's like the animated big dog talking? Yeah, it's a, the whole thing is animated. It's all 3D, but it's yeah. 3D done to look like uh, the cartoons. There was some funny stuff in there, Jake. Okay, Jake. All right. Um, I think you need to give him $20. Uh, yeah, cash me outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can say. That's what I can say to you, Jake. <laughs> uh, Big Dre 357 says the big hit is a classic. Yes, that's what it was. It was the big hit. Good movie. Good movie, actually. Um, Never seen it. Never seen it. If you haven't seen it, it's a good movie, and I'm not giving anyone refunds. And and I told you guys, don't even bother. I need to do a review of Bad Boys 3, but don't waste your money to go see Bad Boys 3. That's my thing. That's my advice. Has anyone, have you seen Bad Boys 3, anyone here? Yeah, I've seen it. You saw it? Okay, hold on yeah. a second. Crump, did you see it? No, I no. was going to. Okay, don't give any spoilers to anyone. What did you, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. What do you think, Mike? I think it lined up with the other movies, the other two, but I think it set a way for the franchise to keep going, like Fast and the Furious. It can possibly go up to 8, 9, 10, maybe. But I think that set the way for um, Will and Martin to actually retire, which it brings on the next stars to fill that role. Okay. And did you think it was a good movie or not? Honestly, I think it was okay. Okay. Um, because I I feel like it pulled back on some of the humor from parts one and two, but it was also a movie that it showed evolution. So from where they were from part one to now, it was an evolution movie, but whatever they was trying to gear at, I honestly think it was something set up in place for okay. them to actually retire. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Now, I think people, yesterday, people said they didn't want me to give spoilers. So I'm going to give you guys like two more weeks before we talk about this movie. But I just want to ask you this question, Mike. As okay. a gun guy, as a gun guy, wait, first of all, let me check, make sure. Do you consider yourself a gun guy? Yes. All right, cool. As a gun guy, was it a good movie? Some of the scenes, yes. Um, overall, it was a good movie. Oh, okay. Not, I'm gonna, not great, but good. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with Mike on this one, respectfully. You know, well, I, as definitely, okay. I'll tell you guys, definitely, as a gun guy, bad movie. Mm. Bad movie. As a gun guy, bad well, I do honestly believe this, though. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. I, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. But let me just say to you, let's just like set up a scenario, Mike. Let's set up a scenario. Okay. And then we'll let Crump, get, we'll let Crump be the arbiter <laughs> okay. of this scenario. Crump, you are the judge. <laughs> All right? Um, okay, so let's set up a scenario. 
Okay. Me and you, okay, you're standing on the street, okay, and I roll up on you with a five with a PS90, okay, five seven rounds. You have no body armor or anything like that. Okay. Or a P or P90. Uh uh it was I think it was a P90. And let's say I tap you up like ten times with those three five seven rounds. What is the likelihood of you surviving? It's none. <laughs> okay. All right. So so this is my question, and we'll leave it up to Crump. If someone gets tapped up, somebody gets tapped up with at least ten rounds for a five seven, and they survive that, and beyond that, they are walking around like everything's cool in six months. Is this a valid gun movie? Yes or no, Carl? Well, I know a guy that I knew back in high school that uh, in the streets of D.C. took 15 9 millimeter rounds, and he lived. And With, he beat 50 Cent? Yeah, that's what, first of all. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody emptied uh, a Glock 17. Emptied. Where? Where did he take these? Uh, chest, stomach. Okay. Now, I know somebody that got shot like six times, and it was all in the abdomen area. So, Nasavov. Yeah, he, I mean, it, now, when I say that, he wasn't walking around six months later, and he still has a lot of problems. And this happened probably about 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. So, so, but okay. All right. You guys said nine millimeter there. Now, let's go to 5.7. Are you guys familiar <laughs> with the 5.7 round? Yes. Okay. I, it's highly unlikely, but maybe one in a million. <laughs> one in a million? <laughs> I'd one. say you don't stand a chance. No, you don't stand any chance. You don't stand <laughs> any chance of surviving that, much less six months later, you are up and running <laughs> like a superhuman being. Okay? Okay. Unless you're, okay. unless you're a black Superman, like what's his name was in, uh, in uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, that's, um, the, that's the only Idris Idris Elba. Yeah, that's the only way that is even possible. But that doesn't stand up to you. Can't be a gun guy and see that and go like this is this is a good movie. I'm just now, saying. Now a, a lot of the I, I will say this a lot of the gun scenes in that movie, I was like, okay, it's just theatrics and just take it for what it's worth, you know. But I will honestly say that John Wick set the bar high for gun movies. Uh, yes, yes, and it's and it was a movie. I agree with you. Movies and movies and and the bad boy movies have a lot of crazy in it, but they didn't go. They never went this far. What were we gonna say, Crump? Well, I come from a tech technical background, right? I know a lot about technology and stuff like that. So all my life, I have grown up with people spouting out technical terms that mean nothing to what they are talking about. Like, mm -hmm. my God, the attacker is attacking us with a trace route. Cut, cut the, cut the line or whatever, you know, and mm. stuff like that. So I'm kind of used to that stuff. Okay. In the, like in a movie. Yeah. Okay. Where they, it's like, they just take technical terms and throw it out there and it has nothing to do with what they're actually talking about. Right. Okay. Yes, yeah, that's movies. I mean, well, it's just I, like, it's just, so for example, I'll tell you guys, was it Bad Boys 1, was it John Sally that was in Bad Boys 1? I think so, right? 
What was was what, that two? I think I think that was, was that two? two. I think it was. Two. Okay, one of the Bad Boys movies had John Sally in it, right? And so some big, tall basketball player guy sits behind a keyboard and goes and cracks into something. We know that's all nonsense, right? We always see that in a movie and we're like, what the hell? His character in that movie was like a hacker. It wasn't he wasn't a basketball player in the movie. He was a hacker. (laughs) But that's but it drives me crazy. Hackers don't just sit down. In front of some keyboards and start click clacking away. Two minutes later, they end. Yeah, but John, John, uh, this is something you would be more of an expert than us on. Is does it work? Like, does hackers work in real life? Like how it does in the movies? Uh usually the way the most potent thing that a hacker has um, is their phone to call you or your email address to email you and to trick you into giving your credentials over to them. Um, other than that, uh, there's a lot of tools, but it's usually not clack, clack, clack. It's uh, hacking have a lot to do with running scripts, mm-hmm. looking for abilities, and believe it or not, reading like the manuals to know how things work yeah. and try to figure out where the weaknesses are. Um, a direct assault usually doesn't work, especially now with, uh, you know, the encryption levels, mm-hmm. you, you try to get around it by going after the vulnerabilities and weaknesses because code is huge, right? Mm-hmm. So you have thousands of lines of code and one little error on one little line can leave everything vulnerable. It's like uh, Zoom. Zoom was vulnerable because they didn't encrypt everything that they should have encrypted. Mm-hmm. They fixed it. Um, also, the passwords were transmitted in the URL strings, which they now fix that, which is good. But for a while, there was um, a lot that wasn't encrypted, and so you didn't have to get around the encryption because you could just go. You didn't have to get through the encryption because you could go around it. Uh, going around encryption is usually key more than actually getting through encryption because encryption can be incredibly you can take a supercomputer and take a years to crack mm-hmm. encryption you look for a way around it mm-hmm. abilities and code and stuff like that if that's if that's getting a little bit too technical sorry yeah and by the way um, so Flying Rich is trying to do a weird flex on us right now I don't know if you saw that <laughs> John did you no. see this uh, Flying Ridge says everyone knows the RARP attack beat the yeah. trace route attack. So the RARP attack beat the trace route. Whatever that means, Flying Ridge, whatever. An ARP is, uh, <laughs> ARP address or a MAC address is the address of the physical piece of an equipment. A trace route, that just shows you the path a packet takes mm-hmm. to destination so if i trace route to your ip i can see every hop or every router that it hits unless you're running something like mpls and then you can kind of change it and tweak it so you don't see every hop but that's gonna get really yeah, really good yeah we're gonna get bogged down in that shout out to hootie who by the way speaking of someone who could actually um you know can actually hack no no he can hack the top off of uh, pickup trucks i know that so and he's also a very intelligent guy, man. I think what what is it? That guy has like a master's degree. So shout out to Hootie Who. He's out there in the chat. So listen, okay. Um, 
on the subject, I'm trying to dance around on the subject of bad boys. You people need to go somehow bootleg this movie or something, okay? So we can actually talk about this here and we could do a review of this thing. But here's here's one of my things. Um, to, to answer Lynn Holt's question, right. I do wire shark to capture pcaps. Okay, now we're getting nerd. Now nerds are just every nerd is flexing now. That's out there in the chat. See, this is what you started, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Flying Rich gave us five bucks. He says, uh, "John, can you explain the difference between TLS 1.2 and 1.1?" No. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna say no. <laughs> Hootie who says hashtag nerd stuff. <laughs> what what is TLS? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead, John. Go ahead, dude. Go ahead, explain it. (laughs) Whatever. TLS uh, is Texas Law Shield. No, it's. (laughs) Okay, John is freezing. Wait, hold on. Is that me? Um, I can't. I don't know what happened there. What happened there? It's like everyone. uh, You guys dropped out for a second. Uh, you don't know how to operate the technical side of things, Hank. No, where's I'm here. Lola? At? Call I'm here. Lola. Lola's probably Lola's probably right now on the internet trying to look at freaking GY6 vid wash a car, for all I know, no. and it's bogging us down. Lola, get off the internet. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. Len Holt China. says, uh, "You know whose fault it is? China. China. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Transport layer security." <laughs> Say it again. You're, you're breaking up there, John. Transport layer security. Okay. All right. There you go. You have all the uh, – never mind. It's a, it's, it's a stack. You have like, uh, you know, network layer, which is uh, layer three. You have you know, physical layer, which is layer one. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we already don't care. We already don't care. <laughs> I'm the same, but that's the transport layer is uh-huh. – Okay. Can I show you something I got in the mail? Um, I don't know if you got one or not, Hank. Uh, first of all, if it's a gun, no. No, it's not a gun. Oh, okay. Um, second of all, sure. Third of all, before we move on from Bad Boys, um, so what do you guys think about Bad Boys movies having Juju in it? Is that okay? Is it okay? Could we now? You mean Juju. Juju. Do you know what Juju what is? Mean? Uh, Black Magic. No. Magic. Okay, go a little bit deeper. Go a little that, bit deeper. This is what the movie had. The movie had magic in it. Okay, you, you're talking like New Orleans magic. Yeah, yeah, that's called Juju. Obi. Well, it depends on where you come from now, because yeah. Juju could be the, you know. Oh, I don't or, know. No, I, I never it, heard someone refer to Rifa as Juju. <laughs> yeah, or it could be the other thing that. Okay, you know. I don't know where you're from. You got weird codes. You got weird codes. <laughs> hey, I was in the military, man. <laughs> okay. Traveling around. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, listen, everyone needs to freaking watch Bad Boys 3 just so we can come back, please. Okay? We need to come back and actually critique this movie. So let's, uh, let's go on now. What was that you were trying to say, John? No, I'm saying they had, they had uh, voodoo in the second one as well, if you remember. Correct. Oh, you know what? That's true. Okay, you got a good point. I admit there you did. Because, wait, it was some Jamaicans, right? 
Yeah, so what y'all doing down there in Florida then? What you what you trying to say? <laughs> What's going on down there? <laughs> well, it is Florida. <laughs> no, was that Jamaicans? No, that was was that Haitians or Jamaicans? It was the Haitians. It was the Haitians. It was the it Haitians. Was the Haitians. <laughs> but both Jamaicans and Haitians, all people from the Caribbean, uh, you know, and other parts of the world. Everyone in, all around the world does that, by the way. So there we go. Okay. You GOA, GOA does get some support from firearms manufacturers and firearms accessory manufacturers, X-Tech, which is friends of Hanks. Mm-hmm. They yeah. actually do a lot of do a lot of money to GOA, give a lot of money to GOA, yeah. uh, and places like Defender Coffee as well. That when you check out, you can choose an option that all your profits will go to um, GOA. Yeah. Shout out to X-Tech, by the way. Once we get on and popping here, I'll probably go out to X-Tech and do some stuff. But we need to get that worked out. So uh, someone says, Brick says voodoo. Yeah, there was. There was. I don't know. Uh, we, we Everyone needs to watch this movie so it can, we can freaking talk about it. We just need to yeah. do it. Everyone needs to get up on it. Come on, man. You guys got the COVID-19 crisis and you still haven't watched the Bad Boys 3 movie yet. Man, I've been working I, on my my um, classifications for competition. Yeah, what's your? I excuse? really been sitting in front of TV. <laughs> what's your excuse, John? <laughs> I have two kids, and my wife was deployed for a good portion of the whole outbreak. Mm-hmm. You could you could let the boys watch Bad Boys Three. <laughs> no, you couldn't. My wife would kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Can you, can you show a picture with guns? Can you, can you show a picture with guns on here? Yeah. Okay, so it's a CD um, cover, so I ended up getting this. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Yeah. Everybody hates me. From... Yeah, I did. I have one somewhere oh, right yeah. here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Boom. I'll throw one up right there. Boom, there you go. There you go. Do American, I have one? American Gun Chick. Shout out to American Gun Chick. Oh, I have mine somewhere. I don't know where it is. Yeah, Crump, you don't have yours? Oh, <laughs> I got a- Raquel's going to be having a conversation yeah. with you after this. You know. <laughs> Your phone going to be ringing off the hook. Oh, there you go. Okay, three-way. Come on, everyone throw one up. Let's have a... Let's have a... Come on, no, Trump, Trump, you got to throw yours up. There you go. All right, there you go. Awesome. Okay, fine. All right. There you go. You can take it down now. You can take it down now. All right. Uh, I hope we get residuals. <laughs> American Gun <laughs> Check. <laughs> um... Uh, Chris Bullis says Jamaican voodoo movie marked for death. Yeah, that's the movie. Remember marked for death with Steven Seagal? She cuts off the dude's head. Huh? Yes, he cuts off the. That's the movie where the guy said, "Everybody want go heaven, nobody want dead." That was my favorite line in that movie. But I was also mad. I didn't like. It's someone from the Caribbean. It makes me mad when you see things like that. Oh, just as, even as a black guy, I hate that kind of stuff in movies. Like Steven Seagal was always chopping off black dudes' heads somewhere. You know what I mean? Same thing with remember Sylvester Stallone kicked off um, Wesley Snipes' head in Demolition Man. I like everything about that movie except in real life. We all know Wesley Snipes would kick Sylvester Stallone's ass. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, I could actually. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, Wesley Snipes ass. Who? Don't say. Don't say Chuck Norris. The IRS. Oh. 
<laughs> truth, truth, facts. <laughs> I think that, yeah. Facts. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Yeah. And then you know where they sent Wesley Snipes when they put him in jail? Florida. <laughs> was it really Florida? Yeah, he was in Florida for real. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's where he had to do his little bid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that kind of stuff, I mean, that, I don't know, that just, that used to make me really mad. Like, that kind of stuff always has to happen. So, um, let's, you know what? So, someone sent me this thing talking about this story. I, I you know, this is probably a good time to switch over to something really serious. Um, so, Brianna Taylor, that's been in the news. Uh, obviously, people have been talking about other stuff, but this Brianna Taylor, this no knock raid that these cops had going on where, um, I guess this is going to be my understanding of what went down. They they um, they went to the wrong house. I think the people who they were trying to go after were already in jail. So they went to the wrong house. They didn't knock. They pushed their way in there. Her boyfriend supposedly had a concealed carry uh, weapons permit, um, and he started shooting at them. They shot back, I don't know, 20 times, hit her eight times. And she miraculously uh, did not survive, unlike a movie. So she's dead now. The boyfriend is arrested. I think he's getting charged uh, with something because he's still locked up, right? And yeah, some... he, he's there. they're charging him with attempted murder on the law enforcement officer and some other BF stuff. Some other stuff, yeah. So what do we all think about this? John, you want to chime in um, as uh, someone you – I know you, you do uh, reports and stuff like that. I know if you've been looking at this. Yeah, um, I haven't had a chance to report on that because I've been just so backed up with other stuff. I've been trying to – I really, really want to uh, report on it because one of the things that I've always been against is no-knock rates. Um, I think they're a violation of um, the Constitution, and not only that, uh, it seems – that raids like no knock raids since they started doing them um actually have caused more injury and death not only to the person they're serving the warrant on but the actual police officers mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. um there's a book uh wow what is it it, it goes into all the statistics and stuff um mm-hmm. I can't remember what it is, but it was a really good book. I read it about a year ago, and they actually broke it down, uh, the different types of raids and, you know, whether no-knock versus knock raids. Um, and it broke it down where it showed that no-knock raids are in- inherently more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course they are. They have to be. Every single person... I mean, like, how do we know in a situation where the police aren't going to announce themselves and then they're going to come in the middle of the night, right? How the hell are we supposed to know who just kicked our door in? You know, and then and how are we supposed to live in a world where someone kicks your door in before you defend yourself? You go, hold on, wait a second. Is this perhaps the police uh, making a no knock raid on me? No, someone just kicked your door in. Right. Well, that's the thing is when they do a no-knock raid, they're not identifying themselves as an officer. They're just doing whatever. Yeah, they're basically kicking someone's door in and, mm-hmm. and, and coming the into their home and then, um, and then getting, you know, being upset if, that, if uh, 
that person uh, fires at, fires at them. I mean, come on now, you know. So what it sounds like to me is no knock raid. Apparently, um, I, I read something vaguely on this, and they went to the wrong house, as they always say. And when the guy started shooting back, so now is that the cover up for the mess up by prosecuting this guy? Yeah, they're saying he fired first, and it's like, yeah, yeah that's another because his uh, door got kicked in. Yeah, <laughs> from what I'm hearing, uh, the range said in the chat, and from what I'm hearing, that they were in plain clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then someone said the judge let him go. I think Rodney Brady said the judge freed the guy, so he's not currently locked up. There's a lot of things that went wrong here. Um, if they let him go, that more likely they're going to drop the charges. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think uh, John was telling me that there was some stuff that they're bringing up that he's got a background or something. Well, let's see. Every time something happens, I'm, I'm tired of hearing stuff like that. Yeah, he had a criminal history. He did this. Okay, if he did it back then, he already went to jail or paid a probation officer or did whatever. Tom served. Move on. It was in the past. You still Maybe have to learn his it, lesson. Even if you go ahead. There were some rumors. Uh, they the that they were saying well he was known for certain things in the community. I'm not going to say what they are because I don't mm-hmm. know if it's true. Right. Mm-hmm. My point, which I was talking to you in, before the show about, is even if that's the case, that still doesn't justify it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it still doesn't justify the screw-up either. Yeah. And obviously there's no, there's no um, consideration for people's lives when they go about doing this. You know? So there just has to be a better way. Like, I'm not saying don't do what you're supposed to do, but this is definitely outside of the scope of what you're supposed to do. Kicking in people's uh, doors in the middle of the night, not announcing yourself, not, uh, you know, all, all of that. Like, I don't know how else you expect someone to react if you do that. So for sure, if it's a bad guy and you know this is a bad guy you're going after, they're going to react the same way, but so are good, so are good guys. So is anyone who wakes up in the middle of the night. I talked to a law enforcement officer that served uh, several warrants on Hell's Angels members. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys didn't use no-knock raids. How how did you do it? Mm-hmm. How did you? He's like, we knocked on the door and asked them to come out. Mm-hmm. Arrested them that way. Right. I mean, what's going to happen? You know. It's always a volatile situation, I think, to just go into. This, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of stuff wrong, and somehow we got to sort all these things out. And it's amazing to me that we could shut down the entire country, the entire planet, over a, a flu, even if it's like a particularly virulent form of the flu. We could shut everything down, costs trillions upon trillions and trillions and trillions of, of dollars, and... Um, uh, take away everyone's freedom and constitutional rights and all this kind of stuff, and we can't fix stuff like this, though. Right. You know? The cover, the cover up that keeps the BS going so that money train can continue to roll. Yeah. But at some you point, know. we have to fix these things. Correct. Right? So if we could do all this, if we could shut everything down, we can also fix these things. And this is just a thing that should not happen. And if you really want someone, but the, the funny thing about this is the people that they wanted were already in jail. 
These were not the people they wanted. So anytime a police department does something like this, everyone in the chain of command should be fired and punished. Okay? And, um, and they should be, they should be, uh, you know, all the way up to them uh, having to deal with criminal charges. So if someone dies in there, you're gonna bl you can't blame the people inside the house for protecting themselves and not the people who kicked down the door. Right in the middle of the night and didn't announce who they were. Um, if you do that, you're basically that the next logical step is that no one should be able to defend themselves in America, so that the police can kick down whoever's door they want safely. I think that is the next logical step for some people. Yeah, you know, but it should be the other way around. When they do this, and they mess up as they do quite often, they should pay severely for that. So, I mean, yep. that, that's my feeling on it. So, um, you know, and at some point this is going to go badly, badly wrong. You know, so obviously it's badly wrong if this woman died and other people have died. But, oh, it could go it could go way more wrong than that. You know, and for all we know, these kind of things have uh, happened before and um, gotten covered up somehow. Las Vegas. Who knows? Right. I'm not going to yeah. mention anything Las Vegas. Look at that one case with the two cops when they had the guy crawling because they thought he was a criminal and he turned out not to be. And one officer told him to put his hands behind his back and the other officer told him to crawl. So when he went to put his hands behind his back, the, the one of the officers shot him because he thought he was reaching for something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember where that was at. But that was, was that? Yeah, I remember that story. I can't remember where it was either. So. It's terrible. Lots of terrible things are happening. We're not actually fixing anything. We're just creating more problems. It's the weird, crazy way the world is going. Um, you know, so let's let's um, see if anyone else. I don't know if anyone does anyone else have anything on that? No, I don't really know too much about it other than, like I said, what I vaguely read mm -hmm. and um but the only thing I really got out of it was no knock raid, um, guy shot back, he survived, ended up getting arrested. And um, the female, she passed, but she was something like an EMT mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, employee or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we all heard about this. This kind of like it's that story is kind of running at the same time with the other case of the of the young uh, black guy that that. Um, you know, that got caught up in this vigilante justice situation that everyone's divided over. Right. And so those that news is running side by side. Um, I think this is definitely probably definitely an issue here that we all agree with that shouldn't happen. And maybe that other issue is one that everyone that everyone's not agreeing with either. Um, I think it also shouldn't have happened. But, you know, um, I think though I think one story is covering up the other and 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 making a bigger splash than the other. I, I think there is a case of people wanting to believe that the police are there are like infallible when they're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to come down on the police because they don't want to look like. They're anti-cop. Mm -hmm. We've got to be able to balance it, though. I think, you know, I don't think all police officers are messed up, 
I think most police officers probably do this for good reasons and, you know, are, are trying to do the right thing out there. Some of them are messed up. The messed up, the bad ones make it, you know, that this is just how it goes, right? So the right. bad ones make it difficult and we have to be able to call out the bad ones, address that, those situations. And, and really and truly in America, we have too many cops in lots of cases, right? There's too many. They're not trained properly, not paid properly, not vetted properly. So um, that's definitely a situation. But there's a balance of this because ultimately as a society, we're the ones saying that we want cops. You know, now, if we all were able to defend ourselves, we probably wouldn't need them so much. But not everyone is willing to be out there defending themselves. Right. We got to get back to community policing mm -hmm. and not policing uh, for profit and uh, the militarization of police departments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's easy, easy to say to go back that way, but it's hard to do when greed is playing an important factor in that equation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you you got you to gotta look at it this way. Uh, in 1980, there was less than 100 uh, uh, SWAT, uh, SWAT teams. Um, or, no, in 1980, the SWAT team was used less than 100 times. Mm -hmm. In uh, America? In the whole country? Whole country. Okay. Uh, last year, SWAT teams were used to on raids 3,000 times. Mm. So you went from, I think it was like 91 and 1980, and they were all in California, mm -hmm. 2,000 now. Mm -hmm. Around 3,000, a little bit over 3,000, but close mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. Kathleen Music Lover says, peacekeepers, not soldiers. Hey, let me, can I ask a question? Sure. Um, there was a video out about this officer that was talking about the Constitution and officers doing the job of officers and not violating people's rights. Mm -hmm. Did he lose his job? Yes, he did. Did he officially lose his job? I thought he was reprimanded and suspended or something like that. Uh, I believe that they let him go. Oh, okay. is it because of the video or they tied it with something else? No video. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and, and I thought it was a great video. I thought he had an excellent point. It's specifically what we're talking about. Um, I think they probably got him on the fact that he was in uniform and using his police, his uh, official vehicle, right, John? That mm. is exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Um, wow. the, the funny part of that is we see videos with cops like singing and dancing and doing all kinds of stuff in uniform and in their vehicles all the time. But as long as the, the, the people up, upstairs are okay with that, I guess it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I would say I want to... I want to exercise my oath and not violate the Constitution. I guess that's where the problem can then at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole pro-Constitution thing, you know. Yeah. The crazy thing about mm -hmm. this all is one of the, the uh, deputies in Parkland here in Florida, uh, the Broward County deputies, one of them who put on his uh, bulletproof vest and then ducked behind his car and just hid out there while these kids um, – were left to, you know, a maniac inside of the school. That guy was fired, and then for, they forced the... Yeah, they forced him to hire him back. Um, mm. Because, and I think what it was is that they fired him two days too late. There was like a window of time where they were supposed to fire him. 
and they did it after two days after that, so that they were forced to hire him back. So because he was about to sue. Uh, I, I guess he had yes, he had lawyers. I'm sure, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that was a mistake that they did. You said it wasn't a mistake. Uh, no, I'm I'm sarcastically yeah. I'm saying <laughs> mistake that they screwed up. Whoops, I can't fire him. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> fired other people, and I guess. Those guys, they fired them within the window. This guy, they fired outside of the window. Um, you know. Mm. I mean, and then as many people have said about all this thing is, hey, Supreme Court said they don't have to defend you. They have no, you know, they have no obligation to serve and protect you. Yeah, I, I, I have no problem calling out cops if they violate the Constitution. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Hank can testify to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I can. I can actually. Although sometimes I think you get a little bit too excited. Yeah. yeah. I think specifically when we have cops brave enough to come on air and talk about stuff, and we know we know they support the Second Amendment and all that kind of stuff. You know, we got to go a little easy on the people who actually come up here and talk to us. But yes. I don't care about. The- <laughs> Listen, I get it. I get it. Let's not, uh, you know, we don't have to get all deep back into it, but I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But so, you know, I know there were some people like I saw someone said, uh, you know, that we're just bitching about it or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think we have the right to bitch and complain about things. Why not? America. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. We can voice our opinion. About this, uh, you know, this Broward County guy. Yeah, absolutely. I think they should have just paid whatever fees and gotten rid of that guy. There's no way that, um, you know, that that uh, they should have brought that guy back to work. That's ridiculous. You know, mm. but this is the way that we are. And in Florida, we have a ton of gun control. So there you go. You know, Um So, yeah. Florida, Florida screwed up. My, that's I don't know. Why, I don't know why Siri is activating. Yeah, yeah. Siri, you're hustling. Uh, your Republicans, Florida, screwed up. Well, uh, at least in my state, it was the Democrats doing all the yeah. anti-gun stuff. Republicans are terrible, man. Republicans are terrible. It's all over the country, but yes, in Florida. We've got a specific problem. Here's what the problem is, I think, in Florida and lots of places. You have people who are professional politicians, and let's say the best game in town is being a Democrat, but there's only so many slots, and those slots are full, then they just go over and become a Republican. Or if it's vice versa, that all the Republican slots are filled, then they go over and become a Democrat. They don't, you know, they don't really have any morals or codes, or any kind of ethics. They're just playing the politician game, and oh, I gotta put an R behind my name, so I gotta pretend that um, I believe in the Constitution and a pro-gun, but I don't own any, I don't shoot any guns. You know, it's th- this is the kind of crap that goes on. That's why I'm joining the strange party. The strange party? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, me personally, I can only go so far. I can only go so far. We're going to have to have the Schwarzenegger rule for me to take over the country. So, you know, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Any one of you guys, you guys were born here. You guys can, uh, you guys could go for the top office. 
Would you? Anyone? Too many skeletons. I would. Yeah, you would? Okay. John said too many skeletons. Really, John? No, not really. But... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put my family through that. Mm-hmm. I already put my family through enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, at some point, so people have to do it. Like, someone has to step up and do it. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, w- I would actually do it. Okay. When are you when are you planning on starting running for some offices, man? Uh you gonna be the vice president or the I don't think I could be um, vice president either, because I'd be too close, you know. Like Okay, then you can be the what's what's the guy that handles all like I think the if you're if you're not born if you're a naturalized citizen, how far up can you go? Like senator or something, probably? I oh all the way up to governor, can't you? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger was a governor. You can't be president or vice president. Yeah. I think you can do everything except that. But then again, yeah. we could just make we could just create a certificate saying I was born in Hawaii or something. <laughs> no. Next topic. No one Next, will topic. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> oh, too sensitive, too sensitive. Huh? Welcome to the Alex Jones show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really believe that. I'm pretty sure that uh I'm pretty sure that Obama was born here. In America, you know, whatever that he's officially American or whatever. So there you go. Um, I don't really buy into all those things, huh? Follow his brother at all? Who Obama's brother? Yeah. No, is he still? Is his brother still out there pimping it? Uh, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> uh definitely he goes around with his MAGA hat on and stuff. Really? Is he in a? Oh wait, this is the one that that um got entry to the country then, right? Yeah. Oh. He's a huge Donald Trump fan. Get out of here. Nah, seriously. Malik Obama. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's huge. It, like, if you pull up his Twitter bio, uh, he has a big MAGA hat in, the, in, his, in his picture, and he always talks about how great Trump is. Really? Hmm? Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. You know, what can we say? We, you know, we're just, none of us are responsible for our brothers. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, um, I like what's his name? Uh, Clinton had a terrible brother, right? You oh know? yeah, a drug dealer. He called her pardoned. Yeah, and drug W coke. W had uh, what's his name? Jeb Bush here in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Clinton's brother was a drug dealer, and he pardoned him. Yeah. Yep. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, these guys aren't special. They're not somehow. Even the royal family in England has a lot of skeletons. So definitely, American politicians, man, are not special and exempt from stuff. Right. You know, there's always corruption and things like that going on. So, you know. No, but I didn't. I, that was my first time hearing about Clinton having a brother and um, partnering him. Yeah. 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 yeah he uses uh, one of the things that he did before he left office. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Clinton has a lot of babies that people don't know about either. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> I'm sure some of them look like two people on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure that that's a thing. Pretty, 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 pretty sure about that. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. They've even made movies about that where, like, thinly veiled movies about that um primary colors 
Primary Colors, I think, was one of those. Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Check Your Six. I see Check Your Six. Is that Check Your Six or just someone that has their thing that says Check Your Six? I don't know if that's official Check Your Six because it doesn't look like his logo or anything like that. So. No, actually, Check Your Six is different from Is Your Six Covered, right? So, yeah. Okay. Um, shout out regardless. Shout out regardless. Uh, Night Train says Bill Clinton is a villain. Um, and Tyvin Show says President Carter, I think, had a brother that made beer. Hey, yeah. hey Night Train, I just want to say I am sorry for your suicide. <laughs> um <laughs> Listen, America, I don't think, like, so for example, where I'm from, Guyana, one time someone who became president of Guyana was actually related to the Rosenbergs. One of their, one of their kids actually became, not president, prime minister of Guyana. Do you know the, the Rosenbergs that uh, sold the um, atomic bomb secrets? Those are Rosen, Rosenbergs, right? Yeah. Yeah. They both got executed. Uh, there's a thing whether his wife knew it or not. Uh, yeah. There's the debate whether that. Yeah. Is true. Hmm. So, so, when they were, so when the two of them were executed, um, they had kids. And their kids went to live in Guyana. And their daughter wound up marrying someone that became the prime minister of Guyana. And then when that guy died, she became the prime minister. And then someone leaked who she really was. And it was like a whole thing. So there you go. I think Guyana, Guyana has you guys beat in America. Well, Hitler's um, nephews live in uh, Long Island. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to explain this one to me. No, nah, they just live in Long Island. Hitler's nephews, for who, who are they related to? Hitler's brother. And we let them come to America. Is this like Operation Paperclip or something? Well, Hitler's brother uh, during the war was a member of the American military. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was some. It's something like that. Or it's. Oh, I'm uh, gonna have to dig in now. I'm gonna spend a whole bunch of time <laughs> on the internet looking this up. Thanks, John. Random. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's nephew. It, it was Hitler's nephew. There's mm. a documentary on Netflix about it. Mm. Uh, it's called The Curse or something like that because the three nephews decided not to have kids. They tried to like kill off the name. And then there's one of Hitler's other grand nephews who lives in Israel. Hmm. Mm. And, and and converted to Judaism. I am speechless. I'm going to have to look yeah. this up now. About it. Yeah. Who else? Tell us in the chat if you've heard of this. Tell us if you've heard of this. Wow. This is a, this is a deep one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I wonder if the people in the community know that. And after the documentary, which yeah, they did. So like how, how was the reaction to them living in that community and did it force them to leave? Yeah. Uh, no, they're still there. Yeah, I mean, can you uh, blame a guy for what his brother did? Well, he he, he uh, it was his uh, nephew actually. Oh, nephew. Yeah. Oh, so can you blame a guy for what well, his uncle did? Well, his nephew did name one of his uh, sons Alexander Adolf. 
Really? Yeah. Uh, he changed his name uh, to Houston, William Houston. Okay. Yeah. You said the name of this movie is called The Curse? It's something like, um, I'm trying to think what it was called. Yeah. If you uh, find it, let us know. Kathleen Music Lover says lots of Nazis moved to the U.S. and helped the U.S. government. Yes, Operation Paperclip. And all of them didn't help. Yeah, William okay. Patrick Hitler was his original name, and he changed it to Houston. Let's say some of the people in the Taliban, which I'm sure this has happened, but let's say some of the people in the Taliban were scientists, Right. And we were like, oh, these guys have the, the technology that can actually make an Iron Man suit. And then we bring them to America and put them to live in Long Island somewhere. And they're building the, like, how are we going to feel about that? You know what I mean? Well, when, they, when they did that, wasn't all that top secret when they did that? Yeah. 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 Well, I wonder if Ron Brown was the guy who invented, uh, like, the, like, the V2 rocket or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. James Miller says they were members of the royal family that were Nazis. Uh, yeah. The of the Kennedys that were Nazis, Joe Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of commingling of stuff like that going on. You know, there's lots of terrible things like that. Mm. Supposedly, what we don't know won't hurt us. And by the way, there's aliens. There's aliens in uh, out in Nevada somewhere. Hey, now did you see they got this show on Netflix called Hangar One? Um, so let me ask you: Do you believe in aliens? Are you asking me or John? Both, both of you. Okay, I'll let you go for this one, John, first. Okay, this is what I think when it comes to aliens. I believe, do I believe that there's life on other planets, intelligent life out there? Of course, because if you if you run um, all the math and the math says that it would be almost impossible for the not to be intelligent life out there. Um, it the, You get a little bit tricky when it, when it comes to the Drake equation and stuff like that. Um, if you guys don't know what the Drake equation is, you should Google it. But uh, do I think they have came to Earth? Uh, I don't know because right now our understanding of physics is that uh, the speed of light is like a a hard stop. Uh, And there's some theories that you can get around it by warping space, creating like a a space bubble. Well, you know, you have the IM engine and stuff like that. But other than that, uh, I think that in order to be on that level of intelligence, you would have to be several thousand years ahead of us. And I don't think aliens would actually send out aliens. I think they would send out uh, more of probes. Mm-hmm. And I think they would be interested in humans anyway, because what do you have to offer them here? Nothing. Um, and like, I mean, what do what do lions and tigers offer us in a zoo? Uh, well, it it would be that. we we would be more on the equivalent of like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the answer is yes. All right. No. <laughs> well, yes, I think so, okay. We could be the equivalent of ants, but people keep pet ants too. Yeah, yeah but, but 
I believe that. Yeah, I honestly believe that there is life outside of Earth, like in the universe. There is mm-hmm. other planets that house some form of um, another form of life. There is um, definitely technology. life. It's just how advanced the life is, I think, is what John was saying. No, I, I think I think there's advanced life. Mm-hmm. But my, my, the, my biggest point is that we have the ability to put up drones in the sky that no one can see, that can defeat radar and everything else. Mm-hmm. Now, advance that technology a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Don't you think they're going to have something a little bit better than what we have and we can monitor stuff without being seen? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, think, yeah. I, I believe that they would. What were, what were you saying before I interrupted you, Mike? No, I was just saying, like, um, I believe that there's life on in the universe outside of us because there's no way we're the only ones in the universe, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's living here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, some of the technology is kind of questionable. And I'm more like, I don't know if the technology came from aliens or not Mm -hmm. but i believe somebody someplace is in charge of something that has it whereas we should be further along far as technology right now and you're saying they're um they're stunting our growth yes okay 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 interesting interesting i'm gonna just say this to you what if, so let's say we could go back, right? We're advanced right now. We got cell phone technology and all that, right? We could travel okay. into space. We could do all these things. We're advanced. What if we figured out a way that we could go back and look at our own evolution? You know, like when did we crawl out of the seas and lose our gills, so to speak, right? You guys know my theory about humans have gills, right? People have gills. I don't know if you guys okay. know about this. But let's say no. we could go back. And we could, uh, John is like, (laughs) (laughs) so let's say we could go back and look at our own evolution. Would we do it? Would you do it? Would you be interested to go back and look at uh, mankind crawling out of the primordial ooze? Would you do it? Uh, Of course I would, but who's to say that another intelligent life form had the same type of evolution that we did? In fact, I would say that chances are that they didn't have the same type of evolution that we did. Yeah, but they would still be interested in looking at it just like we're interested. I mean, we would look at a lot of we'd look at a lot of nonsense. I don't so. think they would be detected. Plus the universe is huge. It's yeah. absolutely massive. Yeah. They might not be detected unless they want to be detected. Sometimes they're, you know. Look, is it, um, who was it? Was it the Navy or the Air Force that was releasing that UFO stuff? Navy. Navy. Okay. So what do you think about that stuff? I don't know what it is. You never know. That's my answer. Yeah. Yeah, if you never know. Armament and Axis gave us five bucks. He says, if you look at the size of the universe... And not just our galaxy, there has to be many life forms out there, for sure. Mm-hmm. In an infinite universe. Well, well think about that. Uh, they did an experiment where they shot lasers across the universe, and there was like absolutely no curve. Mm-hmm. So if the universe isn't curved like we think it is, right? Mm-hmm. It just goes on forever, which would mean every combination of atoms exist multiple times mm-hmm. 
beings in our own universe, there's another Hank Strange. For sure. And probably not as good looking. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, or probably one that truly has like a fish head and has gills. You know, and no one believes like, you know, he's saying like, hey, you know, there's humans out there that don't have gills and everyone thinks he's crazy. We could be like Elon Musk and believe in mm -hmm. simulation. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting to think about. You know, it's an interesting thing, but it's um, we don't actually know anything. No one knows anything. It's just like all these scientists talking about this COVID situation. They don't know anything. They're just guessing. They just they're doing exactly. the same thing we're doing right now. <laughs> exactly. And and some of us, John, are very smart about these things, and some of us, maybe me and Mike, perhaps, you know. But but when you come to guessing, everybody's on the same level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> theory based. It's all theory yeah. based. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you know that uh, that these aliens are actually aliens and not higher dimensional creatures? You know what I'm talking about? You know the whole two two D versus three D versus mm -hmm. five thing mm -hmm. where if you, if let's say you're uh, two stick figures on a uh, piece of paper mm -hmm. and you're only aware of two dimensions mm -hmm. and I reach down and I touch the piece of paper and you see a giant finger come out of nowhere and then all of a sudden I pick it up and it disappears right I can still see that piece of paper but the two people on the piece of paper can't see me because they're only aware of two dimensions where we live in like a uh, three dimension. If, if you want to include space time, you can say four dimensions, but area. Yeah. They know it's somewhat like a five dimensional creature, six dimensional creature, seven dimensional creature. Mm -hmm. You just went over my head with that and, one, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mind blown, mind blown. <laughs> Listen, everything is possible. Everything's possible in an infinite yes. universe. Everything's possible, right? And this is the whole thing. And ultimately, the only way to cope with all of that is on a very <laughs> macro level. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ultimately, well, we just live the lives we live and deal with whatever we could deal with. <laughs> you know, because there's lots of things that we see that we can't explain, just like those, just like that footage from the from those guys. Um, Freaks up. This is why we're losing our gun rights. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Bricks. Oh, where? Wait, hold on a second. Where is that? Okay. <laughs> oh, that. Do, you know what? That see. was the most wise yeah. thing that was said on the whole show, and neither one of us <laughs> said it. <laughs> yeah, but um, I honestly right. believe that aliens are not aliens like they depict them in the movies. I believe it's us like humans like us that's what i i would honestly think it's a or, it's a reflection of our future selves or past or yeah however more advanced however you want to look at it but who's yeah. to say what's out there i don't know i never seen one before yeah. so or us or a different dimension can if you look at uh if you look at the four forces of nature weak nuclear weak nuclear strong nuclear electromagnetism gravity gravity is so much weaker than any other any other force so how do we know that gravity isn't leaking over from another 
uh, universe or even a like a membrane universe type thing that holds all the universes together. And maybe that's why the Big Bang happened because another universe butted up against stars and caused the Big Bang. So true. You know what? Here's my suggestion as we hit the nine o'clock hour. If you guys out there want to wrap your heads around this, uh, my advice to you is check out Rick and Morty. It's very helpful. (laughs) 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 What's that? What's that, John? I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't seen it. You've never looked at Rick and Morty at all? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll I think it'll go a long way for helping folks out there when you come to these <laughs> things because this is how we know we're human. So, like, you ever heard cogito ergo sum? You ever heard of that? No. It means I think, therefore I am. This is like this pro- this thing that's happening to us right now is what makes us human. We think about stuff like this, and this is why we are who we are. Because your cat or your dog is not thinking. You know what? I wonder if there's aliens. He's like. Is this damn guy going to feed me or what? <laughs> I just put out there, though, for full disclosure, it's not my theory. It's a theory called M-theory, and it's a, it's one of the unified field theories. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, and M, M. Gabriel is – I'm not sure where M. Gabriel is, if he's with you or whatever is going on, but uh, he's yeah. chatting. Yeah. 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 And, you know, he was talking. Ten dimensions and everything else, so he knows. Yeah, yeah. Yannick Stoner <laughs> says Rick and Morty is gold. So there you go. All right, listen, let's wrap it, let's wrap it up. This, we went so deep. One of these days, we're going to go so deep that we're just going to... And every, everyone's going to be like, what the hell happened? They got kidnapped by aliens. Every time I come on, we get off guns and go... You can't put this many nerds together in one thing. It just goes wrong. It goes wrong. I blame Mike for this, though. I blame Mike. Hey, hey I'll take the blame. Yeah. <laughs> I get blamed for a lot. So I was on course today. I was on course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. So let's do this. Mike, tell the folks out there how, um, where they can find you, how they can follow up with you, support you, etc. All right. Please, if you will, head on over to Instagram and look up at Munitions Weapons Tactical. Follow me there. Go to Facebook. Look up M-W Tactical. And if you're into podcasting, I do a, a podcast that is released every Tuesday at 11 a.m. So if you go to Spotify, you can look up the M-W Tactical Podcast. It's on other streaming platforms as well, like Apple, Google, Breaker, mm-hmm. um, Pocket Cast, and Spotify, as I already stated. So just go to Google, do a search for M-W Tactical Podcast. Please give me a listen, give me some feedback, and if you want... I'm asking people to call me at 803-250-1256, leave a voice message, and I want to use certain voice messages for that podcast as well. Is this ladies only? Ladies only can call you? Or? No, no. Why do you always say that, man? I'm, I'm equal opportunity. Giving out your number. Oh, you're equal. Oh, I didn't Sorry. know. You, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't realize you swung both ways like that. Equal opportunity. No, 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 I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm only I'm just one teasing. way. I'm, I'm just, I'm just teasing you. Let's just be clear. Um, you know, you were talking about Spotify. By the way, if Spotify wants to make a deal with any of us, like they did with Joe Rogan, I was going to talk about the Rogan news. But Spotify signed Joe Rogan to an exclusive deal. So you know that's some serious money right there. Yeah. Yeah, so they signed him to an exclusive thing. So pretty soon you're only, like, I think he's still going to go live. But um, there, it's, it's not going to be the whole episodes and things like that. It's going to be mostly snippets. 
you're going to have to go to, to Spotify for all of that stuff from uh, Joe Rogan. But we're still here, and we appreciate everyone supporting us. I'm going to go to John here. Armament and Axes, though, gave us five bucks. He says, for the moose and let the hawk grow so you can spike it 80s style. I want to see it, Hank. So there you go. That's from Armament and Axis. Um, and Check Your Six says, great show. Uh, keep up the great work. And M. Gabriel says, thanks, guys. Good chat. John, how can the people support you? You, John, are like um, a turbocharged Jamaican. You have like six jobs. So how can the people support you out there? <laughs> I, you can uh, first join GLA at gunowners.org. Uh, you can read my stuff over at Ammo Land. Um, so head over to Ammo Land. Uh, I also have an, uh, a feature coming out in Outdoor Magazine, their summer edition. Uh, cool. You can find me on YouTube at John Crump 2. Tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern, I am doing a live stream with Tony Simon of Simon Says. Okay. Uh, and, and uh, you know, uh, diversityshoot.com. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Real John Crump and Twitter at Crumpy SS. Awesome. See what I was saying? Lots of jobs. Lots of jobs out there. And if you are a lifetime member of the GOA, he babysits for free. No, I don't. No. <laughs> By the way, so listen, tomorrow we uh, we actually have, well, I don't know. Lola, should I say who's coming on tomorrow? Okay, Lola says I should Tomorrow we might have a special guest. Lola doesn't want me to jinx it by saying it. So you guys need to tune in tomorrow for the special guest. But make sure you support all these guys and all the different cool things that they do. Make sure you guys do that. Let me uh, also go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list. Go to Lola'sDeals.com and check out Lola's Deals that she has there. Thanks to Franklin Armory. I'm going to drop the end right here on everyone. Congratulations for having Keanu Reeves tomorrow. Oh, oh Keanu Reeves. Oh, yes, we are still live. Yeah, we are. Uh, by the way, make sure you guys go subscribe to the channel, ring the bell, so you can be notified. It's not Keanu Reeves. It's not Keanu Reeves that we have coming on tomorrow. But we, we should be having special guests, just like we had these awesome dudes hanging out here. Hopefully, we, we've like worked everything out for you guys. We will see you again tomorrow. Thanks so much. Uh, make sure you smash the thumbs ups on the way out. Any final words from any of you guys? Anything? Anything? Please go follow me and support me in making the next classification so I can get recognized nationally. That's right. Crump? Screwed Northam. Okay, there you go. Got it in. We're out of here. Peace.